Just My Opinion, the podcast. Mike Roberts, baby. My name is Ari, Ari Irizarry. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Just My Opinion. This is Ari. I'm here with Mike. Hello, Mike. What's up, big dog? How you doing today? I'm good. There we go. This it beautiful is, uh, morning is cold as hell. Yes, it is cold as hell. Well, it, you know, that's it's such an oxymoron. For Floridians. Yeah. It's, you know, people from Florida are not used to this weather. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's frigid out there. Let's not, let's not you know, mistake it. Okay. I woke up and yeah. my house was 64 degrees this morning. Mm-hmm. Mine too. Mine is 62. That's, that's chilly. That's chilly. It's, muy, it's frio. I had to turn my heater on. I didn't even know if that thing still worked. I've never turned my heater on since I lived here, I think. We just put on some cozy clothes and some socks, and you're good to go. I typically won't turn my heater on, but in this case, since my heat turned the house up to 69, I was okay with it. Okay. I was okay Okay. with it. Anyways, anyways, how are you doing? You have a lot to talk about today. You know, we didn't have a week here last week. For those of you who don't yeah. know, Ari took a nice guy's trip with some of his closest childhood friends and went back to the motherland of Puerto Rico and had a the blast. Puerto Rico. So we'll talk about what we can about that today. Um, of course, I know Definitely you tagged... only what we can. <laughs> I know you tagged a couple of documentaries on the on the Instagram, and I did oh, yeah. watch... I watched one of them. I watched The Puppet Master. Um, I didn't get to the Peacock ones yet. I'm, I'm excited to try some of that today while I clean. Oh, the Puppet Master, yeah, from Netflix. That's a messed up one. Yep, and then my personal favorite that I'd like to talk about today is going to be the new season of the Ozarks that came. I have. Yes. Have you watched any already? Already finished it. Already finished it. Oh, okay, it. I'm on the first episode, so don't, don't tell me too much. I won't tell you too much, but I will tell you it is. it only gets better. And that show could be a movie. I mean, it's just, it's undoubted. There's just so much going on. Yeah. That, and, you know, this is supposedly the final, there's yeah. one, you know, the, the final season, but they split it into two two groups. Yep. So, anyways. Thing. No, they do that often with different series. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't. I, I well, don't. I think I get it because, you know, Netflix will put all the episodes out and then when you're done you have to wait till next year and like so you finish a season if you're a hardcore fan of a series you watch it in a day and then you have to wait a whole year for the new season and that's worse because by the time the new season comes out you're like what happened last season you gotta watch the shit all over again Uh uh-huh it's like stranger things which i like a lot oh yeah every time a new season comes out you gotta rewatch the whole thing yeah, because you don't understand that shit. Nobody remembers yeah. what's going on with the upside down. By the time we get it's back upside to down. It. Yeah. Ooh. Dude, have you ever done juicing? Like a juice juicing? cleanse? Yeah. I have never committed. I'm aware of what they are. I've never done one. Okay, I've done it before. I've done three days of juicing. No issues. I, I can't, you know, you know me. I set up my mind and I do it. So that's what I'm doing. You like to juice, huh? Yeah. Ooh, man. When you come from a trip like I was, you got to clean the system. <laughs> because you can test positive for a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you can test positive for a lot of stuff, and COVID is not a concern. So, anyway. 
<laughs> I gotta clean my body. You know, my temple. <laughs> Dude. Oh my god. I went back to work from my vacation, and the whole week I felt like I was falling apart. You know? I came back from Puerto Rico, went straight to the gym, straight to work, and my body needed a day to, like, clean, you know? And so that's what I'm doing this weekend. I'm doing a cleanse. Uh, <coughs> the wife is working, so it, it allows me, you know, to be on my own and, and not cheat. So I'm upstairs. I'm not going downstairs only for water and for my juices. Yep. Well, good for it's you. It's, it's tough. No, it's not good. It's just... um. I, want, no, I like to do it once in a while. It's not good. You just have you have to do it, you know. You know when you know you have to do it. When you fart and they smell like hell. Oh yeah, yeah. At that point, it's... you when you when you fart, you can even stand it. You know that you have to clean your body. Yeah, there's some cleaning that needs to go on, for sure. Mm-hmm. That shit is bad. Yeah, but yeah. I... It's a consequence for for my trip. <clears throat> so. Which was amazing, but but anyway, you know, I went to Puerto Rico to pig out, pretty much. That's what I did. That's it. You know, it was a guy's trip. Um, we have been friends for it was it's, it's five of us, but only four could make it. Um, we are friends for for like twenty five to thirty years. That's the range between our friendships. Wow. So, mhm. Mm yeah, our kids are like cousins and we're like brothers and all that kind of stuff you know um but we also did the trip because one of one of the one of the guys um was the anniversary of the passing of his wife so oh, we tried to sad. like yeah we tried to do something so we can all get together for him and uh man it was like the old days you know um just a lot of a lot of a lot of laughs and and enjoying the time, you know? Yeah. Oh, stayed, dude, I we bet. We stayed at a I mean, beautiful place. Uh, we stayed yeah. at this place called Aguadilla. Oh, man. Beautiful. Right in front of the beach. There's nothing like waking up to coffee in front of the beach, dude. Literally. You can walk to it. Oh, it was so nice. Um, but it's like when you're kids, you know, you argue with your your, your friends all the time, but you're still friends. Oh, yeah. Of so course. So that's, that, that's how it was. We were arguing every day. Um, but still making fun of each other. I think we're we're all bullies in a way, so that's why I think we're friends. Um, <laughs> that's and it works nice. out because, well, that's how we've been since we were kids. But we are able to, you know, to to dish some bully, bully them, and then we can take it too, you know. Yeah, yeah. But there were some intense moments there, like real. There were some real moments about to fight, like people were were gonna punch each other, but it was all good, you know. It worked out well. And I think when you, you... What? And it worked out well. It always does. There is always somebody, one of them, that has to get in between and say, okay, guys, we... Okay, let, let, let's stop. We're on vacation. You know? Correct. We don't need we don't need to kill each other here for, for a piece of bread. Exactly. For a piece of pun. <laughs> for a piece of pun. <laughs> Cafe pun. You know? <laughs> Give me the butter, motherfucker. Oh. That piece but it was of so nice, you know. White coffee. Sorry. Yes, yes. It's so nice because um, we we were in front of the beach, but we would get up early, and then drive up to the mountains in Puerto Rico. So if anybody knows from Puerto Rico, this place is like Colares, um, San Sebastian, Moca, 
it's like these places are up up literally in the mountains and uh but that's what we wanted to do we wanted to like, escape from traffic and all the craziness but also get the best food that's where you get it you know tourism people on tour uh, the, the tourists don't go up there they go to san juan which is the capital the touristic area we from puerto rico so we know where to go for for the best spots for eating and drinking so that's what we did every morning drive up to whatever we want wherever we wanted and then around six seven o'clock we will be down at the airbnb and it was awesome because take a shower but right walking distance from our airbnb there's bars around us so and everything is open till midnight because there's a curfew in puerto rico because of stupid COVID. but uh but till midnight is perfect we will have a cooler and then we can get the cheap uh, the, the beer so cheap over there that we just fill the cooler walk to the bar have some shots just joke over there um all night long for four nights that was perfect so that's why i need a cleanse you know but there's also some some bad things happening over there you know their covid restrictions are so different from here it's kind of weird and how so so you need masks everywhere you go even outdoors they wear masks outdoors dude this is puerto rico 100 degrees Oof. so people are like going crazy about it and then you, you see people actually driving with their mask on i was very taken back by that. like where are we you know so you're coming from I... florida where you know you have to be free you know you... <laughs> <laughs> well here and we talk about this all the time about COVID. COVID is out there i don't know if you saw the news spain is going to start treating COVID like any kind of uh, flu from now on. That's it. You have to. You have to. You, you got to move on. You know, I get, I get some people have died and all that, but at the same time, we 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 have to find ways to to move on. You know, it is not going anywhere like we talked last time. There is the Omicron, right? Omicron, and there's another one coming up soon. Just stay tuned. Uh, I think we've already <laughs> seen the trailers. Uh, of it so um it would never it's not going to go away anytime soon so we have to adapt to it again and then there's scientific evidence that outdoors really doesn't harm anybody you know or doesn't do anything so it's kind of weird to see people driving or outdoors with mask on that was very weird for me i would agree i mean now i will say that i do see that on the road and even in florida sometimes i'll see I see that in Miami a lot. I see that in Orlando. I what, see people that driving like that? With their mask on. So what? what is the purpose of it? You're afraid Mean, to give COVID to your dashboard? I understand if you're like an <laughs> Uber. If you're like a fucking, like an Uber. Well, I mean, if you're an Uber, well, yeah, I get it. Yeah. But, but in your if own you're not, car. Which is usually what I see is, is your own car. Let me be fair. But when I see I it, I'm like. I can get more diseases in my car from my own personal stuff than COVID. I don't know. Just saying. Let me tell you something. Look, if they think that oh, I'm driving past them cars? while they have a mask on and not making fun of them in my car, they're mistaken. Because I'm mm-hmm. definitely making fun of them. Actually, I did a stand-up show to. about that. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, we, um, that's one of the things that I was like taking back to, you know. Um, but for the first time since I've been going back and forth to Puerto Rico, I fell and, and I don't know, Puerto Ricans listen to this, some of my friends from Puerto Rico, but I feel that it's, it's falling behind in technology. Um, Puerto Rico? Yeah. I don't know why. So here here's the thing. 
there is few places that will take credit cards or debit cards. Few places. So either you do cash or they have a an app called um, ATM Mobile, right? Okay. So similar to Cash App. You pay with it. All these local places, local businesses, that's what they do. I mean, it's beneficial for them because you don't pay the fees of having credit card systems, you know? Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you can't, you can't expect somebody coming from another country. Download this app. It. Yeah. It was so weird. It needed cash everywhere. Everywhere. And I don't I didn't took like only like $100, $150 in cash. Yeah, That's because almost everybody uses cards now. True. Yeah, and I don't have. I never have cash here, and since I've been in Florida, I I never carry cash. So I was taking, you know, by that because it was kind of weird. It just felt behind, in a lot of stuff. No, do you think know. that you think that's partially like not their fault with all the recent storms and all the other? Bo- I mean, like, because Puerto Rico has really been like residually beat up over the last four years. I mean, with the hurricanes and, you know, not really having a chance to rebuild every time in certain parts. I mean, probably yeah. the parts that you're more familiar with. Yeah, you know I, I mean? think it's just also because it is the best way to make more money and not lose any money. You're not paying all these fees, extra fees, you know. Right now, it's legal to do it. Because I think it's a matter of time that the government says, nope. Oh, you, dude, you look can't. at... You are a hundred percent right. Look at Venmo and Cash App and Zelle. Um, you know yep. the recent notification about that. I know people listening to the show are aware of that. If you live in the United States, it's so cool we have to say that because we have a lot of listeners not here. But yeah. if you live in the United States, and I don't know that the law applied to Puerto Rico, um, but now you have to file an I nine form if you spend more than six hundred bucks on Venmo transfers or Cash App. Any of those money transferring services you have to now pay taxes on. And I'm just like, bro, why does the government have to ruin every good thing we have? Yeah. So that's you know, what happens. In Puerto Rico, we don't have that yet. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like Puerto Rico is on the early stages of what we called Venmo. And yeah. eventually, it's it'll it'll be there. Like you said, the government will get involved and they'll ruin it. That's mm-hmm. what will happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so that that was ugh, so frustrating, you know. Um, getting gas and ugh, I need cash. I mean, you know, it again. It's just it was just a lot. It's a hassle, uh, especially when you're on vacation. Uh, but other than that, the trip was amazing. Like I said, uh, the food is just phenomenal. Um, we had some a, a lot of laughs, but also some some sad moments. You know, I went to my my uh, the house that I grew up to see how it's everything in my neighborhood um i didn't i didn't go to see no family that let me let me be clear because <laughs> I, I, you know because you know how it is family will see pictures of you in puerto rico like, oh so he didn't stop and see me your aunts and your uncles and your cousins you know oh yeah well, bro, no, you know I, you're hearing that i have from my dad's side so much family and i didn't stop to see any of them um so i want to be clear i only went because it was a guy's trip four days and actually only went to see also my brother. I was going to say, you did go see your brother. Yes. I, I, I can't I can't go and, see, you know, not see my brother. Well, which um, was a really cool surprise you did for him. It was, a really, it was a really good – he was not expecting it. It was funny because the day before the trip, he was like, 
you need to try to make an effort to come over one, you know, a weekend or a week or so to to to, to spend some time. And I'm like, man, yeah, I'm broke. I can't do it. You know, well, I was packing when he was saying that. Um, <laughs> you know, it was funny because I told the guys that because all my friends know him, we all grew together, you know. So I said, I just need a day to go see my brother, and uh, we showed up to his work. It was it was very funny. I literally called him when I when, like 10 minutes before that, and I told him I'm on the way to see you, and he started laughing because he thought I was joking. When I got there, he you had to see the face, man. It was so awesome to, to give him a hug and just joke a lot because my brother is hilarious. My brother, if he was serious about every, some things, he could be a great like stand-up comedian or something. He is hilarious. He's one of those funny people. He doesn't need to put something together. He just talks and is funny. Yeah, He's a funny person. He's one of those guys that just makes you laugh. His, the way he moves and gestures and the words that he uses, it's just, he's a funny, funny, funny guy. So that was funny to go see him and have a great time. But we went to see my old house, which is, is, is now abandoned, which is sad, you know? The house is just covering, like, grass and, and all bunch of shit, you know? Um, so we went to see that, and it was, that, was, that was tough to see. You know, I was telling my friends... My house that I grew up, my mom raised three boys, and uh, it only had two bedrooms. So in one bedroom, we had three boys sleeping. There were three twin beds. Okay, so when I when I got there, I got emotional looking at the house because I started realizing when I used to live there as a kid, I never thought I was poor. No. You know what I mean? You yeah, don't you're... realize that you were poor as fuck. You're oblivious to it, yeah. You have no clue. Oblivious, but I think what I was telling my friends is that my mom did an amazing job to never show us that there was um, a money issue in the house or that she never had any struggles. My mom did an amazing job not showing us that side, I guess. You know? Because sometimes when you have kids, and I have two, and when they say, hey, Dad, I need money, I'm like, I'm broke. I don't have money. You know? And uh, my mom never said something like that, not even joking. Not even joking. Yeah. So to be there and, and realize that, that, that was kind of hard, you know? It was kind of emotional and, uh, you know, interesting. But then my friend said, you know, Eric, you were right, but you know what? This house was the house to be. All the guys from the neighborhood, all the friends will come to my house. There was always food. There was always something for everybody. I, I was like, how did she do it? How? So, I don't know. It was just very, very nice, you know, very emotional. Oh, bro, I'm sure. I mean, that's got to be a touching spot. And then, of course, there's also a sense of pride at that point and proudness of your mom, which I already know you're very proud of your mom and love your mom very much. But that mm -hmm. only, to me, it, it it accentuates, you know, kind of some of the stuff that, like, your mom went together, you know, where they say, remember when you were a kid and you'd do stupid shit or you'd ask, like, why don't we have this or that? And then your mom yeah. would say, you'll understand one day. You know? Yeah. And you'll like have kids one day. Yeah. And now you get the chance to go back uh, as a father, as a as a man, and still a son, yeah. and look at that house with that group of people that was taking you back to through yeah. nostalgic roads. And yeah. to be like, holy shit, man. Like, you have that much more love for your mom, which is even cooler. You know, you come out of there going like, I don't know how she did it, but I'm... I never knew we were yeah. poor until I was this age, you know? Yeah. Until I stood in front of the house. I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah. All right. Maybe it wasn't 
as as nice as what I've remembered, but it it was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, but I came out of I, I came out of that trip like pumped. You know what I mean? Because I had so much fun. And I and I called you and I told you I want to take you. I want to take you so bad. I want you to see everything. It's yeah. I, I want to drive you to those streets. You know. You know. I, By the way, there's I... some there's really good illegal drugs there. <laughs> and you know I'm a fan of illegal stuff. Allegedly. Uh, true. Allegedly. Put that put that uh, you gotta put that out there. Yes, yes. Not not that they're good for you. You know, I'm just saying. I'm you... not a fan of going to these places where you buy, you know, in in a nice fancy store, let me get some of this. No mm mm. Mm mm. I'm telling you. Going back home was amazing. That's 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 the most I can say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I really want us to go. I really want us to go. Uh, I'm definitely. I definitely want to go. Melinda has been on me about the trips, uh, and I told her we'd get there. And I'm 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 trying to be better. I'm um uh, I'm considering a, a a decent investment if I can get there to save for it this year. Number of things I'm trying to get to, but I definitely want to make room for Puerto Rico in 2022. Yeah. It's a lot point. of fun. Oh, dude, it's I don't doubt. I don't doubt. I bet it's a fucking blast. Yeah. Yeah. I, although I don't know if, n- not trying to pick on her, but I don't know if Linda can go some of those places. I get it. I understand. Some places aren't safe for women. Little blonde it's white girls. Touristic, it's a touristic, maybe to the touristic areas. Definitely. There you go. San Juan. San Juan, stay here. <laughs> Everybody here speaks perfect English. See, <laughs> Everybody out there yeah. speaks perfect English, but will tell you they don't. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we take we take her up in the mountains. You're like, ew, what is this? <laughs> Dude, you know it's so funny you say that. The other day, uh, we had a friend of ours from Paul, good, very good friend of mine, uh, my friend Cody, and his birthday came up. And we all went to a nice restaurant. Now, Cody isn't one of my friends that likes to, uh, likes stuff like I do, where it's like, I want to go eat at, you know, the Four Seasons one day, or, you know, Ramsey, I want Gordon Ramsey to actually cook the meal at his restaurant that I'm eating type shit. You know, that's the kind of food yeah, I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Not all the time, but sometimes. Anyway, he so wants, for his, He wants to go to Wendy's? Yeah, like, Cody's very easy. Like, he's like, bro, I'm happy just going, exactly. He could be like, I'm just fine going to Wendy's. And there's nothing wrong with that. But he, for his birthday, his wife put together a nice dinner at a very, very nice local steakhouse. And we all went there and it was fun. And I actually really liked it as well. And when we got there, though, I ordered, I know the crowd of people is very Polk County, very country, not Mm. used to some of these things. They had escargot on the menu. So I put Mm. it, I put an order in because I knew they were all going to talk shit. So they bring it out. What's crazy is, but it was funny because they were all like, yo, what the fuck is this guy eating, you know? And I'm like, you guys ordered alligator bites over there. You guys yeah. are eating fried oysters over there. And a little bit of chicken tender. I was like, so you're eating every other kind of animal, but a snail is above you or beneath mm-hmm. you? Like, come on, what's going on here? Like an alligator lives in a swamp. What yeah, do we got yeah. going on? Uh, Cody did try one for his birthday and I was pretty happy. And he's like, Oh, those are actually pretty fucking good. And I was like, yeah, exactly. bro." But, they are. Yeah. 
but it was very similar to what you said about Melinda's uh, assumption of when I first gave Melinda one, I gave I did give Melinda some escargot that night, and she had never seen it. Got you. And uh, she wasn't too sure about it, dude. She took one <laughs> bite and was like, doing the airy the ah the gagging. Yeah. <laughs> yep, there he is. Um, when we um <laughs> when we went to Puerto Rico, we we committed to not go to any kind of fancy restaurants. Because we wanted to try the food that we grew up with, you know, from food trucks or any kind of kiosk that we will see, you know. Um, here, like, example, the Puerto, uh, the Chinese food in Puerto Rico is different, okay? Um, and I prefer the Puerto Rican Chinese food, man. It is <coughs> so freaking good. And we made an effort to go and get some of that. Um, back when I was a kid also, they used to sell... A little box, a little box, um, and it had two pieces of chicken, and they will fill that up with French fries. And at the time, it was like, I don't know, $2? can't remember exactly. So one of my friends who was there, he said, I found a spot that you guys are going to love. And this place only sells the chicken and fries just like that in the little tiny yes, white box. Yes, you told me about this. Dude, yes, keep going. When you're drinking, you're drinking and you find that place is heaven. Well, you know, there's some food that you need to eat when you're drinking. Of course. Um, Salt and, again, and carbs. So that's yeah, oh. that's the kind of food that you just get and they're all, you're all drunk and then you just sit and laugh and eat. It, it is the best times. I have Oh, dude, you you're taking me down memory lane. I've never even been there. Just the simple fact of like I've got those same shared yeah. memories with my friends yeah. uh, at yeah. different places like that, you know, not to get emotional, but this just proves why our friendship is so good, bro, and why the world should see diversity a little better, all right? That's mm -hmm. my short little blurb, because people are more alike than what other people think, mm -hmm. because, like, I've got similar memories with different food, but doing the same yeah. thing you're talking about. Yeah. When you just get to that point where you know you're too drunk to, <laughs> to really yeah. go much further, but you can talk about the stories you just did. And, yep. Yeah. That's fun. But then man. you're creating, you're creating new stories, which is funny. So we, we have stories about the trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Dude, that's, that's the best part. I'm really excited. And how was the yeah. flight? We didn't even talk about the flights. Flights were good. No. Oh, they're never I want to ask about the flight. <laughs> they're never good. So my the friend who lives here in Florida now, he's also afraid of flying. So that's not a good combination, you know? Um, so we agreed to take stuff, um, mix yeah. in. Little cocktails here and pills and drinking and all that kind of stuff. That always helps. Um, but there was a lot of turbulence. A lot. And uh, so there's a lot of praying involved, too. Adios mio. Adios mio. Oh, you don't even know. You All of a sudden, you become Catholic. You become all religious. <laughs> you, start, you start doing the... Yeah, everybody, start, in the, everybody in the plane's throwing up Hail Marys, doing chest yeah, cross. and I don't know how to do it, so I'm like... I'm doing different kind of crosses in my face, you know, because I don't know how to do that. I'm not Catholic, so all of a sudden I, be, I became Catholic. Oh, Dios mío. Hey, Padre, Dios mío. Dude, I was af I'm afraid, dude. One little move, and I'm like, what's happening? What's going on? Dude, you felt that? You're like, Ari, leave me alone. I'm nervous. Like, but do you feel that? What's happening? Are we going to die? Are we almost there? You know, it's horrible. And then to make it worse, they have that little map on the screen now. That you can see where are you at? Yeah. But at a certain point, you just 
over the ocean. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if they should have that. Can you delete that part when we're over the ocean? Because it's just it's it's crazy. Again, it's a waste of time. Also, when they talk about the precautions that you have to follow, it is a waste of time. Here's the, the thing. First, your seatbelt and the yes, yes, mask. and the yeah, yeah, and the lightsaber. First of all, it's a waste of time. <laughs> it is because you're not paying attention. In my case, I'm not paying attention because I'm so nervous. Then I'm like, okay, looking for the doors. Okay, where's this? Where's that? I'm not listening to the lady. That's the first thing. But what are the chances that if that plane crashes, that you're gonna be you're coming you're coming out alive? <laughs> Very. And what are the ch- yeah right mm. nothing. And what are the chances that you're literally gonna follow what they told you up there? I don't know. I'm telling you that if, there's, if there's a chance of me or surviving. I'm running over people. I'm punching people to get out. I'm moving people out of the way because I got to save myself. That's what always gets me when you see, like, plus-size people and old people sitting in the exit row. Like, what are you doing here? You understand this is a full-time job? Yeah. You got to open this door. Those were empty. And they (laughs) asked me and my friend if if we wanted to sit there, right? And my friend was like, let's go over there. I said, no. What if that door... In the middle of the flight, opens. We're the first one out flying. Oh my God! I can see you doing that too. Yeah, he's like, "Ari, let's go over there. It's more comfortable." I said, "Fuck no!" Again, what if that door just opens? Like it just pops. That's it. We're dead. We're flying. Y'all no say. Uh huh. There's no Puerto Rican Superman out there flying. So, no, it was horrible. Horrible. My friend said it was fine, but I felt like it was really bad. A lot of shaking and moving. So what the um, fuck does he know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they're getting cheaper and cheaper with the snacks. Oh, with the snacks. Bro, you know, that's because flying used to be, like, you know, very... It was an experience. It was you dress nice, you get on the plane, you go somewhere. Now, getting on a plane is no different than buying a ticket on a Greyhound bus, okay? Toilets, yeah. in, sh- toilets in the back. We're going to throw pretzels and Coca-Cola or Sprite around in about 20 minutes. You miss mm-hmm. that, then fuck you. We'll see you when we land. That's yeah. it. It's just no hospitality unless you're going like, you know, I feel like unless you're going like on a nine-hour flight somewhere, Yeah. you know, you're not getting that. Cause like when we go to, whenever I go to Germany, it's always very, it's a long flight, but it's very hosp, like throughout the flight, like you're getting. Well, yeah, service. yeah, it depends on the flight. I think it depends on how far you're going. When you're going, you're going to Puerto Rico, it's like two and a half hours. So, yeah, you're, you're up, you're chips. down. Yeah, I got, I got the um, the the cheese hits, dude. That bag was empty. You like it, and then they taste. Oh, they didn't no, give they you no. Ta- no, they did, but they was like almost empty. The bag, like you open it, it's like it's all air, and then they tasted like they were burned. Mm. You know what I mean? Like bitter taste. Um, but yeah, it was it was awful. It was awful. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. Very happy. You, <laughs> you know, although I I just this is a fun fact. I I thought this was a lie. Have you tasted? I don't know if you've been in JetBlue, but JetBlue does the blue chips. I like the blue chips. Okay, you know, I didn't know this, that there is actually a real blue potato. Yeah, and they got blue I didn't know too. that. I thought, it was, I thought it was coloring. 
No, bro. I so have purple. I, have- I have purple potatoes for dinner last week. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> No, but I, <laughs> I just learned some shit. So one of my assistants, right, his family has a farm in Maine. And they they provide JetBlue the blue potatoes. No way. So, uh, fuck yeah. So I was like, no. Anyway, he had to go home to help with the farm. He comes back. He brought me a whole sack of potatoes. They were, they were blue. And he's like, yeah, this is what we sell to JetBlue. I was like, they're a real blue potato. I thought they put coloring in them. <laughs> like, I've never, I swear to God, I didn't know that. I, I'm i speechless. <laughs> I was like, and then, you know, I, I fry them, I bake them, and I was looking at my teeth to see if they were blue, but no, not, that's not a thing. But I was <laughs> just impressed. Yeah. Actually, I have one. My mom, um, what's it called? She, she put it in the back to see if it grows. Um, but yeah, <laughs> isn't that wow. weird? Blue potato. But what a small world that his family happens to sell JetBlue blue potatoes. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. And I was like, "Why are you here? You're rich." He's like, "I'm not a farm guy." I'm like, I I was born and raised in a farm, so I just wanted to move to the city. So you, you know, flew to I, Orlando. Well, no, he's been all over the many states because the, he used to work for a different company, and it requires him to move a lot. But then eventually he wanted like to settle down, stop with the flying and stuff, and he came to, to to to. Fly. I you know I can uh, I I can appreciate that you know like my family is pretty, a uh, pretty southern family. Like we're not farmers or anything, but we you know grew up working around farms. Like I feel like I have a family of ranch hands, like where we grew up like. We would help yeah. the people that worked on farms and or own farms and shit. And I really want nothing to do with that. <laughs> like as an adult, I'm like I I really don't think it's my cup of tea. I like going out there for like a day on my own choice and looking at it. Beautiful. I love farms. Yeah. But uh, working on a farm is no joke, man. It's a lot of hard work and. Yeah. And you got in my teens. I I like the farm because uh, friends of us we, we 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 go to a farm and steal baby cows. And sell them, um, <laughs> put them, put them in the trunk, put them in the trunk, take it to the farmers market. You sell those puppies like you don't even know, man. That's some good money there. Uh, that's my only farming. <laughs> <laughs> that's my only farm experience. So well, far- anyway, farms are fun, bro. But you have to work. You know, when you got a farm, you got to be there all the time. Like, yeah, farmers don't get like little vacations. And all that, mm-hmm. like, you got to be there. Well, at least once with animals. You know, a produce farm may be different. Like, I don't know, like, where they're growing stuff. But, like, like cattle farms and, and, and horse farms and things like that, like, that's a that's a full-time yeah. job. They have no life. They Well, they, they created um, the dating site for farmers. Farmers only. You have to be lonely with FarmersOnly.com. Yeehaw! But maybe we'll get our first sponsor from Farmers Only. <laughs> you know, my assistant, my assistant, he's a good looking guy. He's like in his 30s, not married, no girlfriend. He only has a pickup truck and his dog. He lives in the city. And he still lives like a farmer. 
Yeah. I think it's just they work so much that they have no time for for the real farming. <laughs> yeah, they ain't got no they just don't have time, you know, like um I've what's been interesting to me is marijuana farming right now. So I have a friend of a friend of a friend <coughs> who works in that field, like the professional medical grade marijuana growing field. Mm. And it's a very like he just works at one of the houses, and it's a very extensive process to get hired. They do like a lot of background checks, because you get yeah. a special, you get a special, permitted license that allows you to carry narcotics and illegal substances in your vehicle, like up to like so many ounces because it's a transporter pass. I'm learning about how this all works, and this is real shit. And I'm I like, want to go on a field trip with you. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. And if you go into the houses. Like where they actually are growing the weed, it is mm-hmm. you have to bring a pair of shoes that have never touched the ground before and wear them in there. That's how okay. protective they are they are over the weed. Is that yeah. like so your work shoes, like you would bring a pair of work shoes and leave them at your locker and that would be what you would wear only there every day. You can wear Nikes or whatever you want, but they yeah. can't leave the inside of that building because you can't bring in outside contaminants. Got you. Like to, sense. I'm guessing like from what I was told by this person, and I will not name them because uh, it was very, very, very. Um, from what he described, it's very, very. He couldn't tell me where it is, in and it's yeah, like yeah, that's it's very... within it's within 30 minutes of his home, in Central mm-hmm. Florida. So I'm like yeah. I had a I had an idea of guessing, but it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Like even though it's quote unquote legal, all of the work they have to still do to keep it hidden. Yeah. You know. Um, yep. But very interesting <laughs> way of farming, because mm-hmm. he said uh, he said I love my job. Everybody there is doing their thing all day, and then they all I have think their, it would be a farmer like that. And they have I their own pens. Everybody there is smoking a pen when they're doing their stuff all day. <laughs> So they said it's wow. a very unique workspace. He loves it. Um, I like that. And uh, yeah, I was really happy for this particular friend. He had a low spot, a low spot in life, and I know that's his passion. So he's gonna kick ass at it. It's gonna do great. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, all kinds of different farming out there. I worked on a farm once. I did do a farm job. Yeah. Yep. yep I did it one time. Milk the bull. Yeah. I stroked him with both hands. <laughs> Ah, ah. There you go, you feisty beast. <laughs> oh my goodness, brother. So, yeah, let us talk about <coughs> let us talk about the puppet master. You know, I feel like there is um covid in the air. We're both coughing a lot. I know. People are probably going to think we're doing this live. These dumbasses keep getting covid. They keep yeah. getting it. Mm-hmm. But we're not. Yeah. Just coffee people. I've been coughing for like a month. <coughs> yeah, weird. I've had one like under my breath. I have like this low. Uh, 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 uh-huh. Yeah. There's nothing worse than going to the gym. No oh. mask. Working out and people look at you like, oh, he's dying over there. <laughs> he has the COVID. Oh, this and it's, man you can't stop. Got... Yeah, I you can't. can't stop coughing. Hmm. We could need some water. Anyway, you were saying? Um, let's talk about the Puppet Master on Netflix, bro. Oh, 
That was a dope-ass documentary, man. Anybody crime documentary, heads up. Puppet Master, Netflix. Very, very... Yeah. I'm waiting for season two on that one. I hope there's a part two. You think so? Well, we're only going to find out one way, and that's if the mom comes back. But if the mom comes well, back, I think we would get a season two. Maybe they apprehend him. Well, you know that at the end of the show, he emailed, emailed Netflix, the uh, producers. Yeah, he's alive. You know? he, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a con artist. He's, he'll be alive for 200 years. He'll so, make it work. Let us, let us, uh, spoiler alert, by the way, guys, you may want to fast forward if you haven't seen this yet, but I'll try to be, I'll try to leave some of the key details. What the Puppet Master is about is, is, is about one of these stories where there's a, there's a man, he's doing bad stuff and he's taking people again, but the way he does it is much more integrated. I would say he's more like a catfish more than anything of how he's doing these people. And, well, uh, he, and he works for the government, allegedly. So he kinda, has... Yeah. What's it called? These... M- MI5. MI5, yeah. Yep. So, in a, I'll be honest with you. I think if you if somebody comes to me with that kind of uh, information that I am not too good at, that I don't know how much I'm, I'm about a lot, I think they can trick me. And I think that happened with those 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 ladies. I he, think so too. He was able to put he put a good story together about <coughs> terrorism, and we we gotta go, we gotta go, you know. And then the other one has cancer, so it is is very easy to fall for it, you know. That's a real con man, um, and it worked for him, you know. Um, it is scary though that these women just it's like they fall for him for like forever. Like I get it. At a certain point, your stupidity level has to like change and realize that there's something not right here and that's what kind of took me you know for a surprise about watching the show yeah because i mean some of these people that he's taken and he's done it multiple times that's what's gotten me multiple women for extended periods of time like how do you get people under your control for five six seven ten years yeah not only that these these guys, let's say you work for the government like that, they make decent money. Okay? So if I'm asking you, I need you to take the money from your parents, that's a red flag right there. That's at what that I'm point thinking. at that point that lady should be like, Why do you need more money? See, you know? that's what I but maybe that's an American thing. Like you have to also remember like the UK people they don't. Their cops don't even carry guns, so it's like yeah. it's totally different for them. I'm not making excuses, but I am saying like I'm just trying to say it without saying it. Their people are a little soft, okay, Ari. Yeah. When's the last yeah, time you yeah. saw a big UK UFC fighter? No, okay, you don't. All right, you don't see it, but you see them true, bastards true. kicking ass in chess. Okay, so you, you are very correct. So one of my, my one of my close best <coughs> friends, he is from England, right? But he's married to a Puerto Rican. Oh, oh, that's yes. a spicy baby. Yeah. Yes, he. So he has more. He's like he. He understand. You know, he's a hustle. You know, he hustles and and do stuff. He's a great guy. You know, but also, what <coughs> they have for them is the damn accent. Yes, I kid you not. He can Charming. tell me. He could call me asshole in his accent, and I think he's giving me a compliment. 
That sounds very charming, very elegant. Yeah. You know? Amazing. Amazing. But yeah, I, I can see that. But and, and what I'm saying is, I'm not saying there's not bad people everywhere, but it's just I feel like with their culture, a lot of those signs to look out for a bad situation are a little naive. Yeah, a little makes them a little naive. Correct. Yeah, because, a little naive. Yeah. Like in the United Unless you States, married to a Puerto Rican lady. Yeah, because in the United States, uh, if I want to take your money, motherfucker, put your hands up. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. done. You know, I don't need to. Yeah. I don't need to be your friend for the next <laughs> ten years. Uh, <laughs> You know, but Ted, the whole Ted series, style. The, yeah, oh, true. The whole series was get. I kept watching because I was getting mad at the whole situation. You know, sometimes I I do the mistake of googling the show to before know what, how it? it's going to end before I finish it. To right, but on this one I did not because like I, I was not expecting this guy still out on the run. No, I was expecting an ending that I wanted. That was the most dissatisfying documentary I've ever seen. I liked it. I just didn't like the ending. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, bitch. Yeah. You're leaving me on a cliffhanger like this? Yes. He's still out there. Still out there. It's amazing. And and again, the way the technology is, how is it that neighbors, people around, don't see this guy and be like, oh, there he is. <clears throat> There's that right? young chap right there. I saw him the other day when I went to the farm. And... <laughs> there was a picture with him playing with dogs and selling dogs. They're like... <laughs> So chill. I'm like, this motherfucker's <laughs> on TV. Y'all ain't gonna go get him? <laughs> but, but, <coughs> what can you accuse him of? Well, the thing is, there's enough people that could identify him already. Survivors. Yes, but what, what is the crime? Well, that's right. Remember, he got arrested. I don't want to ruin this too bad, but he gets arrested. Yeah. He gets arrested. He does. Again, what is the crime? That you were too stupid to fall for him? But you know what? I can't say shit because all the documentaries we've talked about, I guarantee you that, and we've also said, what do other countries think? This is an example of how other we look at other countries and say this. Yeah. You know, how how could their justice system let him slip through the cracks? And then, yeah. what was it, 137 shots we were talking about the other day? True. Case in point. How could we let this guy slip through the cracks? So it's probably a very... Yeah. Si- well, I, again, I tell you, but what can you accuse him of? Well, I mean, he's Think taking advantage it. of these people. That's not a crime. Yeah. That's not a crime. That's the, you, the other person is stupid as fuck and fell for it. So if I am getting money out of you, I'm not, I'm not stealing it. These people are... They're handing him the money. He didn't. He didn't put a gun in their head to move with him either. So it's not kidnapping. You know what I mean? It is morally wrong. But in a court, what are you going to accuse me of? I guess. Huh? I, I guess it's fair. I mean, I could see it, but he—he's bad. Bloody. Oh, he's a bad person. He's a bad motherfucker. I'll knock that bitch out, man. Yeah, yeah. But but again, it, it's just like, what do you do? When it's just like, yeah, because that's a niche thing. You know, on a positive note, at least he's not actually like. But see, here's where he went wrong. Is, mm-hmm. well, I guess not because the woman said yes. Yeah. 
They all say yes. Yeah, and they don't. He, he like, was just a bad person. Even, he used the other guy of them and said he had said, cancer. And not one of them said that he was raping them. No. Nope. Actually, yeah. one of them had two kids, right? One of them had two kids. Yeah. There you go. He's just a bad husband. <laughs> well, and there was a similar thing that happened. Uh, what was that documentary on Netflix? It was like a reenactment one on Netflix I watched earlier this year about women uh, being taken advantage of by these bad men. Ooh. And it's very similar. If I remember it, I will repost it. Okay. And screenshot it for you to be able to share. But it's like a reenactment of these women that were taken advantage of. It's it's like a different bad person every episode. But yeah. it really did happen. And they're reenactments. And it's of like con artists here in the United States that did that to women here. You know, took oh, wow. their money. Like these were very successful women that had a lot that, that would be what we would call the primary breadwinner in a household. Yeah. Like, you know. Okay. And um, he, these men would do similar things where they would just con them and take all their money. I just, I couldn't be a scumbag like that, man. Like, to, to me, that is the lowest of the low. Just stealing money from people. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Do you think he invested? <clears throat> you know? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on there and i'm like you know i'm here well yeah what are you doing all the money you're getting from these ladies yeah like i'm hearing the numbers yeah like so what do you do with that money you you take advantage of them and take their money but what are you doing with the money you ain't paying your bills apparently so i don't (laughs) he got a job and they believe everything that he said to them. That's what was gangster. And he didn't get a job at a Kia dealership, bro. This guy got a job at Aston Martin yeah. <laughs> selling Ferraris. <laughs> Talk about slick. <laughs> and every time he will have, he will go on a call and says, this is part of his investigation and shit. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> that was the, the guy, the manager was like, I believe him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. You know, it sounded very, very convincing because, you know, he's a bit of a squirrely man. He's always kind of... He will create stories and, you know, it was just so funny. It was kind of funny, that part. He got a good job. Here we are are struggling to find the best job, our job of our dream job, and this guy just just got it like that. (laughs) I wanted, but, uh, yeah, I got a job at the Aston Martin. Doing things good, but need my numbers. Doing that, you, you are struggling as a waiter. <laughs> he took all my money. Yep. <laughs> that motherfucker got his own money. Your money is investment. <laughs> but that's tie. a good one, yeah. That was yeah. a good documentary. It's just the ending was stupid, because mm-hmm. unfortunately, to not you know, we're gonna ruin it for everybody. But yeah, he is still out there. He's still out there hustling. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah. I feel like somebody should but, go get him. Maybe yeah. they should actually send the real MI5 to go get him. Isn't that just bad? And be like, and be like bitch, I heard you were saying you was one of us. Where are you at? Yeah. Step, <laughs> step outside. You ain't been through this. Yeah. Oh, so let me, let me change it real quick because there's another show that I won that I was... That I one of the one of the shows that I posted is called Monster in the Shadows. 
Yes, and, and yeah. this is Peacock. Yes, like, you got to watch that nonsense. You know, what is happening, America? <coughs> so this, it, it, the show is about, uh, it's called Monsters, Monster in the Shadows. It's about a disappearance of a girl. Her name was Brittany Wood. This is in a trailer park in Alabama. Okay. Um, so uh, she was murdered um, by her uncle, right? But the, the, the weirdest part of this story is that they, under the investigation, they were able to find out that more people in the family were involved in trafficking um, humans. Nasty. We're talking about cousins, uncles, like molesting pedophiles. It's just the nastiest. This is, it, it was all over uh, the news apparently when it happened. But it's so disgusting to watch this show. What finding a girl led to opening this can of worm. Like, disgusting. You have to watch it. Um, and I, again, you know, um, even the mom was accused at one point of, uh, of all this nonsense, you know? Um, but again, you know, the family accuses the police for not doing their job. And so it's back and forth, the whole, the whole documentary. But again, it's, a, it's incredible. It's an incredible documentary about human trafficking and finding the girl, you know, which, um, which, you know, I don't think they, they oh, they haven't found her yet, by the way. Uh, another one. Another one. She's somewhere in Alabama. That's terrible, bro. I mean, the amount of human trafficking that happens in the United States. Mm-hmm. It really is bad. Yeah, right? Why? Well, what gets me is that some Americans... Like, I'm an American, obviously, you know, full-blooded here, born here, all this good jazz, and they... Uh, let me tell you about that, is there's this picture out there, and we're getting right towards the end. Well, I love... Mm-hmm. but. But I love America, man, but Americans need to realize that we are not perfect. One yeah. thing we are is aren't perfect. And a lot of people, they spend so much time looking at all these other countries and like either they're the lesser than countries or countries that have been affected by national disaster or natural disaster mm-hmm. and they're smaller governments and they can't rebuild as quickly. Uh, technology is lesser. Um, and they say, oh, well, you know, hey, at least we're doing better than them. And I'm like, Mm-hmm. But we're really not, though, because people are using we, all that tech. Are we? Yeah. yeah, like, all we're doing is making it more accessible for the criminals to get creative. Um, yeah. And you're always going to have bad guys. I mean, we both know that, right? You know, there's, if there's a way to hustle, we're going to figure it out. But at the same point, like, I don't I don't care for people that do shit like that. No. Uh, no. That, is, uh, yeah. that is the scum of the earth, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's, no, that's, uh, I'm telling whether you, they're grown that- grown adults or kids it's terrible yeah when you have time i'm telling you uh peacock has some really good shows um that you need to watch you know like i posted there's the dr death what's the toolbox one i saw you post oh toolbox. goodness dude so these two guys um come out of prison but while they're in prison they there is there is um evidence that they were planning on doing certain things when they come out because they were attracted to young girls okay so they come out they buy a, a van the, the you know it's not a myth there's a real van out there um with two uh predators and what they do is they just driving around neighborhoods take the girls rape them do whatever they want and then they end up killing them the reason they call it a toolbox is because their first death 
the first time they had a girl who was trying to fight the situation, in the van they had a toolbox. So they started utilizing those tools in the box, from the box, to kill the girls. It is so scary. You could have nightmares after watching it. Wow. So they're using pliers, screwdrivers, like taping the girls. Not only that, as they're killing them, before they kill them, right? After they rape them and do all that, they force them to take pictures, sexy pictures. But you can see in some of the pictures that girls are taped. And you got to put a face that you're happy and enjoying these sexy pictures. And then randomly, let me get a screwdriver and stab your forehead or your ear. <coughs> now, did any of the these most, young ladies survive? I think one. I think one of them. <coughs> okay. I think one of them survived. Um, but yeah. And then you just throw them in random places. You know, let's ditch them after we're done. Disgusting. Ugh. Toolbox killers. It, it Scum is of the such earth. a disgusting. They are, yeah, it's yeah. So the guy, which is creepy, is the documentary talks also about. There's a girl in there. She's uh, I think a reporter. Can't remember, but she actually kind of become friend of the mastermind. You know, I forgot his name, but uh, she she starts going to prison to interview him and get his his side of the story, get to know him and all that. He died of cancer, but it's disgusting, disgusting. Yep. <clears throat> so yeah, if you get a chance, watch it. But it is hardcore. It's like it will it will make you just feel horrible. So we, we talked about everything from vacations to killing people. Wow. What? Yeah. You know, you never know what you're gonna get on the Just My Opinion podcast. Uh... <laughs> no, no. Real quick, the last one, the Doctor Death. This is in Texas. A real doctor, a real doctor who had 33 patients, killed two of them. The other ones are disabled. Oh, shit. In a year and a half. Oh, wow. So you gotta... He only does back surgeries. And they all came out with an issue. Either dead or about to. Oh, my gosh. That's gotta be a sad one to watch. This is the thing. One of them got an infection after the surgery. When they opened the person, they found a sponge. He left a sponge in there because she was bleeding a lot. The guy was bleeding too much, so he put a sponge in there and closed her up. Oh, my gosh. This is some real shit. This happens here. Anyway, Dr. Death, you got to watch it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a... I yeah. mean... Yeah, wow. We're going to be on ETV one day for like 20-minute shows. Give yeah. them a rundown. Um, I know. So yeah, anyway. bro. Well, hey, it's good to be back. I'm glad we took a yeah. little little extra surprise week off, but, you know, um, yeah. we should be back on schedule to all you yeah. guys listening. We're going to dial it in with some cool new stories uh, coming up, you know, next week, obviously, and uh, everything like that, and I'll walk you through the journey of uh, the investment going on at the Roberts house that I'm pretty excited about. Oh, snap. Yeah. So uh, I'll talk to you about that off camera, but we'll bring that up next week for sure. Will do. All right, my friend, Ari. I miss you. I'm glad to have you back. I miss you too, man. It's good to be back. And uh, hey, 
We'll do it all again next week, buddy. Have a good day. Sounds good, man.